Hello, and welcome to the Greater Lansing Food Championship Podcast. I'm Phil Friend, a sports reporter at the Lansing State Journal and your host for our newest audio endeavor as we attempt to determine the city's best individual menu item from a Lansing restaurant. Today, we'll be eating and voting on eight food items for each from the American and pizza regions. Later on, I'll be joined by two other LSJ staffers on the pizza side of things, but at the moment, I'm joined by two of my fellow sports writers of the LSJ. To my left is sports storyteller Nate Atkins. Nate, how you doing today? Doing great. Honored that uh, you asked me to be a part of this one, the American. So I think so far on my bingo board, I've checked off Mexican, American, international. So pizza's the last one, and then I feel complete. And, well, it feels feels like it's a pretty good chance that you might check off that one here uh, sooner before later, but no no spoilers, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just the word on the street. (laughs) And to my right is sports columnist, the man, the myth, the legend, Graham Couch. Graham, how are things going over there for you? Not as well as you built me up to be. I mean, <laughs> I wish I was any of those things. Yeah. Um, very always well, happy to always happy to to weigh in on food. Yeah. Well, I had to pump you up a little bit after after being forced to do all those pe- do all those penalty kicks in in goal uh, for the Lansing Common Match this past weekend. Yes, this food uh, challenge, whatever we want to call it, only helps my athleticism. <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah. You're in a more natural element here. <laughs> yeah, this is this is actually where I excel. That's right. My quickness is. Uh, I mean. <laughs> If you watch the video of me kicking the ball, you can see that the food, the, the uh, table where the food is, is also where I excel. So I understand. Uh, I understand completely. <laughs> it is. It is remarkable that I'm not very quick in real life when I can guzzle down food in like <laughs> four seconds flat. I mean, the food that we just ate here, the four, the, excuse me, the three. We'll get to we'll get to this controversy in a little bit, but the three food items that we ate today, uh, we put down. And finished with ease between the three of us. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> there was. <laughs> yeah, I think I showed up a half hour ago, and they're gone. So. Yeah, yeah. very two, little. Two fat guys and Nate. This <laughs> yeah. should be the name of our team. <laughs> and and Nate may eat more than we do. He's just uh, he's got great metabolism. He's younger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'll be fat eventually. <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Shots, shots fired. <laughs> it's it's. I, I see the track that's unfolding here. So you know, we're all trying to stave it off a little bit. So just a delaying the inevitable. I'm just gonna go right home and run like seven <laughs> miles or something like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Nope, not gonna do that. Anyway, all right. So for first time listeners, how we're determining Lansing's best food is a 32 item knockout style tournament similar to the NCAA basketball tourney, where different LSJ staffers will appear on each podcast episode eat each individual item, collect their thoughts, and then we'll vote between the two foodstuffs, with one advancing to the next round and the other one going home. We determine those 32 items using Yelp, which ranks restaurants in three categories, recommended, highest rated, and most reviewed. We aggregated the restaurant's rankings in all three categories, and the eight best scores were selected for the four regions, Mexican, American, pizza, and international. Here are the matchups for what we're eating today. In the American region, the one seed, Meat Barbecue's Meat Mountain, is up against the four seed, Good Truck and Diner's Music City Hangover. The three seed, Creel's Jambalaya, asterisk, versus the two seed, Soup Spoon's Lunch Voodoo Pasta. And in the pizza region, the one seed, the Cosmos slash Zuby's Trust Us, goes against the five seed, Detroit Frankie's Meat Lover's Pizza. And in the final matchup, the six seed, Corey's Lounge, The Special, goes against the two seed, DeLuca's House Special. Guys, you ready to talk a little food here? Of course. All right. Very exciting. So we're going to start... Well, let's start with the one where there really isn't a matchup, which is uh, which is Creole's jambalaya versus Soup Spoon's lunch we do pasta. Uh, when I went to order uh, the jambalaya today, 
Um, it turns out that the restaurant was closed. I, we were recording this on Wednesday afternoon. The restaurant was closed. And if you read the sign on the on the front door, it looked like they were just understaffed and they might be temporarily closed for a little bit. So it's a tough record. That's just part of that's what happens uh, in this pandemic, as, as you've written about quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, Creole is, is a fantastic place. So I don't, And I think anybody who lives in Lansing knows that. And it's, a, you know, up in Old Town. And, and I've enjoyed I, you know, their brunches many a times and their other meals and, and dinner. I mean, it's a great date place. There's a lot of good things going. So... They are not going to advance today, but it is not a reason not to go to uh, to Creole. And backing up what you said, I've actually been to Creole for a date, and it was a date that went very well. So and it was it was it turned out being good about the, like the environment, like the food that I had. I think I got the jambalaya, if I remember correctly, on that date. So yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've yeah, it's it's a it's a good go to place. So they do not advance, but that is nothing against them. Yeah, I feel for them a little bit here because you know I know. Very top of their priority of their business model is winning the LSJ food bracket, as <laughs> yeah. everyone should be. They're yeah. not going to be yeah. able to do it. Unfortunately, it's kind of like you know the, the bracket for the NCAA tournament. You know, VCU had COVID issues, couldn't play a game against Oregon, and Oregon advances. So, you know, unfortunately, the best ability is availability. It's <laughs> yeah. true in sports. It's true in food, and um, <laughs> it's true. Their in the gr- was available. It's true in the Greater Lansing Food Championship podcast. Dang it. All right, and I will say that the, the jambalaya was much beloved last week as it did a clean sweep in its in its first round one. But well, let's talk about its opponent who will be advancing to the lead eight, and that is the lunch voodoo pasta from Soup Spoon. Uh, their lunch voodoo pasta is shrimp sautéed with bell peppers and onions, tossed with linguine and a Cajun tarragon sherry cream sauce. Graham, what was your thoughts? Obviously, they're going on, but we're still going to talk about the food. What'd you think of the the lunch voodoo pasta from Soup Spoon? Yeah, I loved it, and, and, I, and I'm a big fan of Soup Spoon. And 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 you know the um, uh, first of all, I'm a sucker for shrimp. Uh, you know, it, and the you know it has a what's great is it, there's a small kick to it, but it's not really spice. Like it's it's it, it, really there's some great bite to the taste, and and um, it's it just the, the the sauce with the the, the shrimp and the and the uh, and the pasta. It, it, it's a great combination. They do it extremely well. It's not like one of their more complex items, but it's a great, great. I mean, it, it's. I mean, there's a reason they entered it in this one. I mean, this is they do it. They do it extremely well, and it's a great standby if you're. I mean, they have a lot of really good stuff, and I've had a lot of different things there that I've enjoyed. But if you're ever there and you're unsure and you want something that you know you're going to like, it is. I, I would highly recommend. This is one where simplicity really works. These other dishes we're going to talk about, it was like so much mashed together and how much more can they stuff in there that they think will like and will impress us. And this one's simple. It's it's just pasta uh, with some, some peppers and some shrimp. And it mixes together really well because um, you can just kind of twirl the, the fork to get the noodles around it and then stab that shrimp and, and makes for a great bite. You know, I, I'm super biased to shrimp. I put it on everything, whether that's salad or ramen or uh tacos or mac and cheese it goes so well with everything and this is one where i don't think i would like it without the shrimp but the shrimp puts it over the top and makes it really really good yeah i think you said you like the shrimp as well graham yeah yeah i love i love i mean the problem is when my wife goes out of town i go and get like giant trays of shrimp and it becomes <laughs> just a, a, a you know i don't even want to tell you what it looks like in the, in the living room yeah for, for me <laughs> for me it's the sauce that really takes over it's yeah. a different sauce you don't get that sauce obviously in a sauce. lot of different different mix and that's the uh the uh cajun tarragon cherry cream sauce which is i thought just 
Because it's a little great little bite, the little little sting to it. No, the so, the sauce is key. I mean, the sauce is really key, and it it, it, it ties it together. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm a huge huge fan of that sauce. All right, well, I still want to do our formality voting here. So we are on the count of three. We're going to say you you would have to like think about it. If you dislike so much that we one that you actually voted right. for the one you didn't get to eat, that would be awful. Yeah, um, it's not going to happen here. Uh, let's just have some fun here anyway. All right, creel or soup spoon? One, two. Three. Soup spoon. Soup spoon. There we go. All right. That's what you get as the number one seed is you get an easy draw and the opponent doesn't show up and you advance. <laughs> and so there we go. Two seed, but the, the, the point still stands. But they won the reader's bracket, right? So oh, yeah. I'm, in the, my mind, they're yes. just the soup spoon. out. They are the, uh, they're the they're the restaurant to beat here after winning the 2020 uh, uh, Greater Lansing Food Championship Best Lansing Restaurant uh, Tournament. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's move on to the second matchup, which is uh, the one seed Meat Barbecues Meat Mountain versus the four seed Good Truck and Diners Music City Hangover. We will start with the Meat Mountain, which has a delicious layered combination of garlic mashed potatoes, beef brisket, house gravy, gooey cheddar cheese, and topped with spicy cream corn and crispy bacon. Nate, your thoughts on the Meat Mountain? Yeah, it was impressive. It was. It reminded me a little bit of my childhood growing up with the uh, KFC Chicken Bowl, which. Uh, Back in my hometown, I'm sure that's exactly huge. what they're going for to be compared to KFC. Anything, but, uh. <laughs> well, it's like KFC, but you sub out their you know processed food for actual meats, yeah. and so it it just puts it over yeah. the top. You know, I used to just race to the lunchroom to be able to get the chicken bowl because it was the only thing my cafeteria could do well. So it's very personal to me, and this is just something that's like the the better version of that. So I really liked how it mixed together. Just uh, you know, anytime you throw throw corn and, and mashed potatoes together is a good combo. The meats were pretty good. A uh, lot going on in this dish, so I could see some people being overwhelmed, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got you know, I mean, the the the, the cheese that the really ties. It. I mean, the, I mean, it, it is the cheese kind of holds it together, is what it what it, and, but it, but it's good and it's uh, I wouldn't say it's healthy, but it, it, it's it's almost it's really it's 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 comfort food. But, but there's cream corn in there, so yeah, you it, know, it, it is <laughs> what it is is it's comfort food. It's at its finest. So like you know when I, that I, I I think it's really well done. Um, and uh, I had never had it before. I've been to meet it several times, and uh, this was a new dish for me. Yeah, I had never had the meat mountain until the first round of, of this tournament. And I gotta say, uh, still a fan. I liked it even better this time around than I did uh, than I did the first time. Uh, he, like they said, that there's so many things in there you don't think it might not work, but it just everything works for me. You know, obviously I, I love bacon. The bacon's great. The, the cheese, great. the cheese is great at the top, and then somehow somehow the, the potatoes and the meat and everything just comes together great even and i'm not a vegetable guy but we eat the i eat the corn it's just everything meshes together. you're not a vegetable guy I, crazy crazy, crazy if crazy. you stuff a vegetable in between eighteen thousand meats phil will eat it and enjoy it <laughs> so we found the trick yes okay like, uh, I, I can't remember if we said this on the podcast or we said it off the air but it's like uh, i'm like a dog where you got to put his medicine you got to crunch <laughs> their medicine up in in with the dog food so so that they actually take it so yeah all right good truckins music city hangover has nashville hot chicken Pickles and medium eggs with biscuits smothered in sausage gravy topped with pepper jack cheese. Graham, what'd you think about the Music City Hangover? I love this, and I, I mean, I love the hot chicken, and I, I like you know we were talking last week because there were pickles on pizza, and I, I love pickles, but I didn't think it worked as well. Some people really loved it. I, I love the pickle combination with the hot chicken. I love the biscuits, the warm biscuits with this. I, I mean, I, I this is this was a really um, you know a really interesting combination, and I'm. I'm Curious how they came up with this selection of different foods to put in one, but I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, love this recipe and the whole concept of it. You know, Nashville chicken, there's a reason they always put pickles on it. It is such a great combo. 
And then you you add an egg on top of that. It's kind of like if you ever have a burger, you add an egg to it. And the way yes. that the yolk soaks down into the bread just makes a totally new experience. So you do that kind of idea with the with the biscuits, which already have the gravy on it. I thought it just held together super, super well and was super tasty. Yeah, just like the meat mountain. I enjoyed this more the second time around than I did the first time around. And I mean... Again, it has a lot of the things that I like in life: biscuits, eggs, uh, gravy. <laughs> you know, but you, and you 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 put all that together, and uh, yeah, like Nate asked, where did they come up with this combination to make this make this great meal? And they they have they've got the formula there, and they have a lot of similar you know meals to the Music City Hangover as well. So they got a lot of different type of things that I think will will work for exactly what you're doing. And uh, I did find the hot chicken wasn't as hot this time around, but it also could have been because you know sometimes things wait around longer and you know you don't eat them earlier you know it's the thing about doing this tournament is sometimes you get the food at different times and it, it's a little different but uh yeah, this one gonna... wasn't quite as fresh as the other two but i'm trying not to dock it because i watched you nuke it in a microwave right before we <laughs> ate it so yeah i mean here's the thing when you, when you have certain restaurants that open at five and others that close at three right and they're up against each other it's a challenging <laughs> uh it's a challenging thing to do and and I, you know, as somebody who's nuked a lot of food in my life, I yeah. thought it was fantastic. Yeah. It did not bother me one bit. And it was the first time I've had it, so I had nothing to compare it to. I thought it was absolutely outstanding. Uh, I loved it. And I was surprised how good it tasted warmed up. So that's yeah. a that's a, a good sign for a food, you know, going forward. All right. Any final thoughts on this one? Are you guys ready to vote? Ready to vote. I got to be honest. Oh. I don't even. Oh, man. I don't know which one I'm voting for here. Give me a couple seconds. We're okay. This is good. Good podcast. Yeah. Your thoughts are good podcast. Well, I will say that the both the, things have the things differing like times, so like when you said one closes at three and one opens at five, it's kind of like taking it back to the the NCAA tournament. It's kind of like those uh, teams like Kansas that always try and dodge the mid major uh, because they're afraid they'll they'll get upset. So it kind of feels a little bit like that. But we're finding a way to bring them together. <laughs> you don't have a choice here. We set the fields. So All right, I'm ready. So on the count of three, you'll say either meat or good truck and diner. All right, one. Two, three, good truck, truck and, and diner. diner. All right, good truck and diner. It is on to the lead eight. So it'll be good truck and diner and soup spoon. So for the record, that was two to one. Yes, on, on good truck and diner. Yep, two to one. I, so I voted so Phil's long conference with himself. Yes. added the one, but not yep, enough it is. to pull it off. Although I kind of knew where you guys were going to go there anyway, so I I was not. Uh, eh, we'll give me some love there. The meat mount was a very was a very good meal. Well, I'm sorry to see it bow out here in the in the Sweet 16. This is a good field here. Yeah, good, tough field. All right, we'll come back here in a couple seconds with uh, the pizza region. Thanks for coming on, guys. Anytime. All right. Now I am joined by at least one new cohort in the LSJ newsroom. It is our photographer, Nick King. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just ate some pizza, and I'm ready to discuss <laughs> it at length with you two. Oh, yeah, and that, that's what we're going to do. In an abbreviated version, and we're going to share this uh, immediate sadness uh, here in a few minutes. Because if you listened at the beginning of uh, the podcast where I rattled off everyone, th everything we beat in this podcast, uh, there's been a change, and we recorded these on different days, these portions of different days, and I don't feel like going back to edit the other one. So you know what? We leave it in there and we do it live. And uh, to my left, a man who has now participated in all four regions of the Greater Lansing Food Championship at one point or another. It's sports storyteller Nate Atkins. Nate, welcome back, and thank you for your service for eating once again. Oh, well, thank you very much for including me. I finally got to check off the last box on the bingo card, the pizza. <laughs> Only two of the four pizzas that I came into the day expecting to eat. But you know what? One thing I learned when I was young, you don't complain about free food, so there are no complaints here. Yeah, exactly. So in case you weren't able to use the context clues, we had a little issue with 
one of the four finalists in the pizza region. Uh, so it turns out uh, we were recording on uh, Thursday evening here. So it turns out Detroit Frankie's uh, a couple days ago uh, decided to temporarily close for about a week. And so they were closed to August 3rd. So that means we cannot order their meat lovers pizza as part of the as part of the tournament. So much like we had to do with Creel and the Jambalaya, they will they will exit the tournament. And that means the Cosmos slash Zubies Trust Us pizza will uh, will move on. To the Elite Eight. That's that's a real shame. I was uh, looking forward to eating some Detroit Frankies, so now I'll just have to go uh, order some tomorrow night or something. No, not from Detroit Frankies, though. Not till August. You can't do it till August 3rd or oh, August yes, 4th. Oh, yes, darn it. That's right. <laughs> nah, next week, next couple weeks or something. It's a, uh, I was perusing Reddit at about 2.30 uh, in the morning, as, as one does, and I just happened to come across a post on the Lansing page about uh, Detroit Frankies being closed, and then I go look on the Facebook page, and it says, two days ago that we are closed until August 3rd. I'm just like, are you kidding me? It is, uh, basically, I texted Nate. <laughs> Nate, got a, Nate got a late night text message, and uh, I'm sure he was thrilled about that. <laughs> well, I woke up the next day to an angry Phil text, but you know, I, I woke up today you know, expecting to eat four pizzas too, so yeah. I understood the pain you felt, and uh, it's too bad for Detroit Frankies, which I hear from the first round was a, a very clear favorite or among the favorites to move on, And but you know, like we say, Best abilities availability, and they're not in the field anymore. Yeah, I think they were a pretty strong candidate to get out of the pizza region. So, well, stuff happens, you know, and we move on. But before we do a final vote uh, on the other the other the other pizza matchup, I'm gonna go ahead and go through the results of our fan voting from the first round of the Greater Lansing Food Championship. There were there were there were a few different uh, different results from what we picked, but the for the first round, the pizza came across the same with the Cosmos beating Falsetta's Casanova. Detroit Frankie's clobbering Sleepwalker, Corey's Lounge beating Eagle Monk, and then uh, DeLuca's handily beating Harry's Place with a uh, eighty. DeLuca's eighty four percent of the vote in the wow. first round over Harry's Place. So, in the Mexican food region, El Oasis won with fifty eight percent of the vote. Pancho's Taquiera got fifty three percent of the vote, beating Acapulco, and uh, Taquiera El Chaparito got fifty six percent of the vote to beat Maria's Cuisine. That's the first mm. one so far that was different mm. than what we picked. And then Pablo's Old Town got 76% in beating Famous Taco. In the American food region, Meat Mountain and Meat Barbecues, or excuse me, Meat Barbecues, Meat Mountain, 82% of the vote in beating Midtown Brewing Company in the Pulled Pork Sandwich. Uh, Saddleback Barbecues, 63% of the vote to beat Good Truck and Niners Music City Hangover, which if you listen to the first half of this podcast is already on to the Elite Eight after... Uh, <laughs> that is a big shift. Yeah, after beating Meat. <laughs> yeah, so... And then uh, Capital City Barbecue, which we... Did not push along in the first round. They got 50, 57% of the vote to beat the Creels Jambalaya. And then Soup Spoon, a one-vote victory over Weston QP's wow. Olive Burger. Wow. Yeah. And as we know, Soup Spoon also wants the Elite Eight because Creel and the Jambalaya had to, had to bow out. So, <laughs> great times. All right. International Food Region, last one here. Chupli got 62% of the vote to beat L2s. Nola Bistro beat La Cucina Cubana by one vote. It could have just been a bad day for for them when we uh, when we had it because it was hot and it was soup and maybe that's that wasn't the right combination perhaps so and then in the other two Zaytun fifty six percent of the vote to beat Jose's Cuban sandwich and then Nang Myanmar fifty nine percent of the vote to beat Sushimoto any any thoughts on the the fan reaction from the uh, from the first round I wonder if they're just certain places have loyalists and we're uh, you know we're trying them all so it's yeah. kind of like. Sometimes people vote for what they they get all the time and not what they don't. So it's kind of interesting to see that there's a lot of them are 
or closer than I would have thought. You know, it wasn't like landslides across yeah. the board. Yeah, DeLuca's over Harry's was about like the only real big right. landslide. But then, like as Graham talked about in that first episode, that, that Harry's really technically, even though Yelp says they're renowned for their pizza, he says that's not really what their <laughs> their signature food food is. So that happens sometimes. I thought it was interesting that the barbecue, both barbecue places, moved on, whereas we did not. Move them on. I think what surprised me is I you said Soup Spoon won by one vote. Yep. But wasn't that the winner of the reader's whole bracket? Uh well it's going against Weston Cupy's Olive Burger. You know, the Olive oh, this is hey. this is Michigan. This is Lansing. <laughs> the Olive Burger carries uh carries some weight, you know. Yes. Any other thoughts or you want to move on here to our lone matchup we, we here? Can so move on. Let's do all it. All right. So this is the six seed Corey Lounge Corey's Lounge and the special versus the two seed DeLuca's and the house special. Not only are those two pizzas similarly named, they have the exact same ingredients. Uh, they're basically supreme pizzas. I'll read them off here for you. They both have pepperoni, ham, mushroom, green pepper, onion, and tomatoes with absolutely no difference whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, we're moving one of these on to the Elite Eight to go against the Cosmos slash Zoomies and their Trustus Pizza. All right, Nick, since you are the newcomer, I want to start with you. Tell me what you thought of Corey's The Special. Well, when I first bit into Corey's, it was a good mixture of, I, I wrote down salt. You could taste a good hit of salt and on all the toppings were felt perfectly. You know, sometimes a, a Supreme pizza can be a, a bit sloppy or you get too much of one thing or, but this felt great going in and it, with all the flavors rolling around in my mouth, I wanted to take more and more bites. So <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, that is very good. Nate? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. it. The sauce to me was what kind of stood out on this one, and not just while you're biting it, because it, you know it's easy to get lost in those 18 million ingredients. But it's kind of like when you get to the the crust at the edge, it's kind of like layered there, waiting for you, like almost a nice little uh, you know next step in the process. So uh, that was definitely the strongest point to me. It was much thinner pizza than the other one we're going to discuss. So um, sometimes that that comes down to preference and. Um, I, I tend to like a thicker pizza, but for a thin pizza like that, I thought it worked. Just since Nate brought it up, the sauce, I also made a note of that in my notes too, that the, the sauce had a little bit of a tang to it, which I, I kind of like. Kind of It hits you in a different spot and you can tell it's there. Sometimes you need a pizza, kind of the sauce gets lost, but with Corey's, I could, I could taste it right away. Yeah, so here's why sauce is important. Like uh, I ordered, <laughs> I won't say the, re- I won't say the restaurant, but I ordered a, I made a mistake in ordering a flatbed pizza from a particular place. Okay. And yeah, I know the purpose of the flatbread is like, uh, there's not supposed to be that much sauce on it, but there was like so little sauce on it that it felt like it kind of basically ruined the pizza for me. And the thing about Corey's is that I think the sauce is great. We've talked about it in the first round too, about how really it really stood out and uh, just brought to a, a great, a great pizza. And we talked about the sauce versus, and they kind of mentioned to the crust. I think, I mean, they're basically the exact same pizza, except the sauces in the crust. And it, like you said, it's going to be a matter of preference. I think that's ultimately going to be the final decision here to see what, uh, see what goes on here. All right. Well, let's talk about DeLuca's and their house special. Nate. Yeah, this is a very interesting pizza because it's, it's a pretty thick crust and there's obviously so much jam packed on there, but it's held together so well. Like I was like turning it upside down and stuff wasn't falling off, which is great. Cause like Nick said, it, it's very easy to get these kind of Supreme pizzas and get them really sloppy and be losing stuff. And then you're just like scoop it up with a fork and it doesn't feel like you're eating a pizza. So appreciated how well it stuck, it held together. Um, the two differences obviously are the the crust and the sauce. And the one other one I would say, I liked the meat of this one a little bit better. Mm. Just seemed to be a little more ham on there, a little more present to it. 
Um, maybe part of that is, is missing out on Detroit Frankie's and the meat lover. And so I was kind of ready for some meat that wasn't always there at the Supreme pizza, but I thought this one displayed it pretty well. Yeah. You mentioned the meat and the, and the ham I had one of the pieces I had was basically all like 75% ham. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. And then I just bite into it. It's like, Oh, this is, this bite was delicious. <laughs> they did the ham very, very well. Yeah, And like you said that the thick crust really helped with all the toppings. And one of the things is that, uh, you know, I got the smalls because there's only three, there's only three of us eating. Whereas when you get a Supreme pizza in the small, you're, they're packing all the toppings into a small, you know, area. And we, I do wonder if that kind of hurt those a little bit. Maybe I was better off maybe getting a, the, maybe the next size up. I don't know if that would have affected things one way or the other or not with those two places. Yeah, it definitely felt jam-packed on it. felt like there was a little more going on with the DeLuca's one yeah. than Corey's. But I didn't have a problem with it because kind of what, what they seemed to lean more on was the meat. And uh, that was nice. Yeah, I think also when you're it's kind of good when you have a, you know, these pizzas are very similar. The toppings are, like you said, basically they are the same thing. You know, at first I thought maybe this would be tough, but it's actually very interesting to, to take two exact pizzas from different houses and try to find the, the nuance between the two of them. So it was an, it was an interesting uh, experiment for my taste buds. And like you were saying, both of you were saying the, the crust on the DeLuca's was a little thicker and, I don't know how you guys feel about crust, but I consider eating the entire piece of pizza. I know some people leave the very end of their crust, but I, it, that also counts into all, all, all of my uh, pizza eating uh, yeah. and, and how I rank things. I, I don't know how you guys feel so, about that. But. So to be honest, the crust would be just determines on how much of it am I, how much of the pizza am I eating? Like <laughs> if I, if I'm being a fat boy and I get a, if I get a full like medium pizza from like arts, you know, from arts, uh, arts yes. pub, for example, which is a, their smallest is a medium and there's a lot of cheese on there, a lot of ingredients. I usually bypass the crust just because wow. I've got a, I got seven other slices. I need. I need to sacrifices put. Sacrifices have to be made yes, sometimes. Exactly. Interesting. So I understand. But, but for the most part, yes, I do. Eat, I do eat the crust. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it, it was it, anyway. It was these both these pizzas are, are are very good and very close. I guess why it's kind of making it tough to nitpick. You know what you liked or what you maybe didn't like about either. So. Yeah, and if I have a nitpick for the DeLuca's one, I just, maybe it's just in comparison, but I wish there was a little more sauce. Absolutely. Um, that That's something that felt like it got lost with all those toppings and how thick the crust is, is it kind of kind of just, it was just kind of on there and, and very thinly uh, layered. So that was a little bit lacking. I would I would add one one more thing on, on uh, for, for my judging, and this is, again, personal, but the, the crust is, on DeLuca's wasn't bad, but I just prefer maybe a little bit thinner, more, more like the, the Corey's. I mean, e- either pizza I would crush. I would destroy either of those. They're great. <laughs> yeah. But if we're, if we're talking about voting, you know, just personally, I, I like a little thinner. And, and, and we're talking centimeters here. I mean, yeah. this is not. I mean, at the end of the day, this is pizza here. So we're, <laughs> we're pretty much going to like everything unless, unless, you throw, unless you throw a pickle on it. I mean, oh, I'm, yes. not, I'm not saying, but. I heard about that. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, all right. I think we are ready to go here. You guys have any other final thoughts on these? I'm going to count down to three. You're going to say either Corey's or DeLuca's on three. One, two, three. Corey's. <laughs> well, Nick said it the loudest, so Corey's, no. <laughs> uh, DeLuca's takes it uh, two to one. And I kind of knew where both of you guys were leaning based on when we were eating earlier tonight. But uh, that's a tough one. It was. Um, I think I'm taking, Cor- like, well, this is probably spoiling the next round, I guess. But, like, I guess if Corey's was going against the Cosmos, just based on what I remember from when I ate it two weeks ago, I probably would have taken Corey's over 
over the cosmos, but you know, I guess yeah, you never the cosmos lucked out on the draw. Man. Yeah, they Their did. That's, I didn't mean, show up, and so they got to just kind of have an easy. Yeah, buy. that's that's how the hell. didn't have to be scrutinized. <laughs> so no, but it was a close one because I remember when we were eating, Phil it felt like. You wanted to lock into one of them, then you'd take a bite of the other piece, I know. and you're like, yeah, "Oh, I was just pulling going, me back in." I was going back and forth. I was like, "It's like I had because I had the Lucas first. I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no way I'm picking cores." And I had a slice of cores. I'm like, "Oh boy, and uh, maybe I am picking cores because I like the sauce so much." And I had another Lucas. I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, "Look, these are the sacrifices I make for the for true journalism." Well, but, thank you for yes. your service, and thank <laughs> you for bringing us some pizza to try. It was great. I, yeah. yeah, I would say there are, are no losers here today in my stomach. My stomach is <laughs> very happy. Yeah, so so we'll we'll come back with the lead eight next week. I am just hoping that I don't have three issues like I did like I did in the second round here with uh, with El Oasis not having any eggs to do the breakfast burrito, um, and they ended up losing. Or like I said earlier, Creel not having the jambalaya, or Detroit Frankie's just randomly closing for, for a week in the middle of the competition. Yeah, so let's make it a lead eight, not an elite five. Come on, we can do this. <laughs> Nailed it. Nick, since this is the first time you've ever been on here, tell us uh, where we can find you out in the world. Oh, I'm usually driving around the greater Lansing area, taking pictures and videos of whatever's going around there. And you can find me at Nick King Photo. And that's both on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And if you follow Lansing State Journal Sports and LSJ News on Instagram, I guess it should be and or yeah. on Instagram, Nick does Nick does a lot of that stuff and putting yep. it up, and that includes the uh, the Instagram stories and the photos. And I mean, I know he does new stuff too, but I know Nick mostly as uh, the guy who <laughs> dedicates his nights and week his weekend or weekday nights to high school sports and weekends for Michigan State football or basketball, depending on what's going on. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's always fun. Yes. I, I, I like it, or I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, so. you know, the <laughs> guy who works in the sports realm, you understand the the appeal of free food and free pizza. Oh yeah, so of course. This was a fitting podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just remember there was that one year we had a where I was helping out during the postseason, and we had a string where I think we were like at four or five straight overtime games, and it was yes. just like uh, <laughs> it was like we were just a curse on the. Yes, when they mean you the, were teamed up, Phil. It was definitely yeah. The we never o- overtime curse. It was never a dull moment. Uh, nice, the fan favorite. Here, making since you've made more appearances than anybody else, uh, where can we find you? I don't know if it's fan favorite or if I just like the free food and I just <laughs> happen to be in the office whenever <laughs> Phil needs someone. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate Atkins underscore. Nick, thanks for filling in for, for Rachel Greco, who was unable to make it today. So, oh, my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Greater Lansing Food Championship podcast, a Lansing State Journal production. If you enjoy this podcast and the work surrounding it, please consider subscribing. You can follow our coverage at lsj.com, and please rate and comment on Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.